Hi, I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this is another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Hey, Paul, it's good to see you. Hey, we've, we've been gone for a little bit, guys. Uh, we're sorry. Uh, it's been very busy. We took a little hiatus. We enjoyed some college football, though, because that started during that time. Yeah, if you all didn't know already, uh, UCF is uh, fantastic. Definitely the, the best team in Florida. nation's longest winning streak continues. For uh, sure, yeah. UM uh, did their thing that we wanted. FSU did their thing that we thought would happen, and uh, here we are. Even though this is not a college football podcast. We're definitely uh, getting out there. I don't care. I, I want to talk about it. I'm sure, excited. extreme bias. We'll, we'll get into some actual SEO here in, in a minute. But uh, I just want to say how proud I am of, uh, of my school for being the best team in Florida, again, for the second year. Yeah. Just go straight for it. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's just do, go yeah. straight into it. Okay, cool. So what are we talking about today? So today we'd like to talk about, I feel like it's appropriate since we recently had a, a pretty thorough, and what I think is a, a pretty good podcast about how to find the right domain for a new project or a new company. We're going to talk about what it looks like to actually develop that domain into a website, what that website should should look like, um, some different aspects, different options, um, overall structure. So from there to pretty much uh, the optimization phase so without gonna, ongoing. So we're going to assume in this conversation that you already have a domain Correct. that you want. And if you don't, go listen back. Listen to our previous podcast. Listen to the podcast about how to find the right domain for your yeah. company. Um, but so assuming you purchased it, it's all shiny and new. Hopefully it's not new if you listen to our previous podcast and there's some some juice going to it already. But, you know, you got it sitting there in GoDaddy or whatever you use to purchase it. Probably GoDaddy. Most people use that, even though it's like the worst one to use by far. Um, but you got it there. Hey, what are you going to do? Step one, got to figure out what the entire purpose of your website is. And sure. people have a really hard time doing this because they look at like themes for stuff that look really pretty. And they're like, oh, I'll make it look like that. Uh, but they really have no idea, like, what purpose it's going to serve. Like, is it going to be, like, e-commerce? Uh, is it going to be, like, just information-based, like, blogs? Are you, like, like how are you driving conversions? Like, what are you doing with it? Right. Yep. And then, yeah, e-commerce, is it going to be for uh, the service industry? Is it going to be for the product industry? And that definitely is going to affect the layout, user experience, and all that. So that's definitely one side of it. The other one is, are you going to do it yourself-assisted? Are you going to do it yourself kind of the ground up or are you going to uh, employ a freelancer? Are you going to employ an agency? Is it going to get like really complicated? Yeah, it, <laughs> we have to pick one. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so let's say I don't know anything about web design. Okay. I have n no idea. Well, you haven't done it for like eight years as a unrelated industry expert? I'm, I'm saying hypothetically. I know nothing about it. So like 99% of this. Sure. Uh, so, okay, what do I do? All right. So the first thing that you got to do is you got to buy some hosting. Um, it's not coming with the domain you just registered. Uh, it's a separate thing that you have to pay for on a monthly basis. It's a thing that people don't actually always realize. They they don't. Um, they're like, hey, I have I got the domain. Why isn't the website up? Right? It doesn't work like that. Right? So you have to go out. You have to find a hosting hosting company. A lot of times it can be paired with wherever you register uh, your website. Generally. Those aren't going to be a very good deal. Uh, I've found uh, a lot of times if you if you find something that like is more focused on just hosting versus like domain registration, uh, you're probably going to get a little bit better service, and you're going to get um, early service is really the, the key for it. And you're probably going to get a better deal too, like from a monthly standpoint. I, I would probably advise if you're just starting off and you're going to have daily traffic of anywhere between zero and ten visitors. Maybe go like month to month worth where you registered it, and if eventually you know you, you have to focus a lot more on user experience, and then you know uptime for your website and load speed and other functionality and who knows what else, then you can start looking elsewhere. But let's say for the sake of uh, 
this conversation. We're on GoDaddy. We're just going to host with GoDaddy. Okay. We we hate, we hate GoDaddy, but we're just this is a, just hypothetical. I was going to say I also hate HostGator, uh, which is one of the cheaper ones. But I hate hypothetical. Bluehost, and I hate right. one. You found some hosting. Yeah. Yeah. You, you purchased your hosting. Okay. So then you got to like tell your domain registrant that that's where your files are going to be hosted. Right. So that's like the first step. Seems very complicated. It's not. Um, basically, you just have to take like a little bit, like some numbers, and you paste it in there. <laughs> What's like the actual official well, name, name servers? Yeah, you got to find your name servers, which sometimes can be kind of complicated to find your name servers. Well, that's that's if you want to um, point at some, you point your domain somewhere else. If you're if you're gonna uh, have hosting on the same account as it, your, I don't even think you have to do that. You it's don't have automatically to automatically. It. It, it'll yeah. know. It's like you bought the hosting on the same account. You're good. Yeah, that's what happens. And now you might be asking yourself too, like, oh, what level hosting should I get? Well, uh, unless you're like running some sort of like crazy awesome uh, video-based website, and there's like going to be millions of pages and stuff like that, I, w- I would say like 99% of the websites people build out there um, don't need like a lot of hosting I would capabilities. Say, I would say that typically the first package for everything like a starter is just pure garbage. So you're probably typically going to want to just do the one the one just above that one is typically the, the that is that is a good advice uh, the it's thing that like too, allows too you slow. to put on multiple uh like accounts too like you can host like multiple websites from the account and yeah. it's not super slow yeah. But yeah like general rule of thumb don't do the starter package also you can usually find like some good groupons or something out there you know, yeah there's some sort of coupon where you get like a super cheap rate for like the first year or like 30% off for like the first year or something like yeah, that. You're not going to try to be paying full price for any sort of hosting. Yeah. yeah. There's a million like offers out there for things like that. So like always like check that out before you, you end up purchasing like the hosting for it. Yeah. And then keep in mind like starter packages, it'll typically say something along the lines of one domain, one SQL database, uh, something about email, something about like RAM something, and it's all some, going to be bad. Something garbage. It's uh, just it's all bad. It's just bad. So garbage just garbage out. It just do the second one because if you ever want to like host another domain for any particular reason, you'll be set up to do that too. Okay. So now we have hosting and now we have access to a cPanel. Oh man. So what's a cPanel? I have no idea. You don't. Why is it a D panel? I don't know. Um, I'll tell you why that doesn't really matter. I'm assuming the C stands what it for does. control, but uh, <laughs> I don't know exactly. Yeah, it's it's just uh, basically uh, an area that you can log in into your hosting that allows you to uh, build a lot of different things, do a lot of different things for like a website. So if you want to install yeah. a theme, um, if you want to install a CMS, which is a content management system, uh, there's a lot that you can choose from. Uh, the most popular on the planet is WordPress by far. Um, it's easy to find someone to do like development work. It's easy to find themes for that. So uh, all that stuff um, is going to be installed through your cPanel. Um, then you want to talk? We should probably talk a little bit like FTP though. Like, um, I mean, FTP is going to come into play nowadays more for troubleshooting. I mean, obviously back in the day, you used to make an FTP like account for it. H- to yeah. make HTML websites. Yeah. Where you could have done file manager and you could have done like a code editor right into your file manager. But those days are long gone, and um, the only time that I, I typically do HTML landing page is if I'm doing it for a pay-per-click or something. Yeah, you're doing a, just a landing page. Because and it's just like super quick. The, you can't be Easy, super fast. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, probably anyone listening to this still at this point uh, doesn't know what how, how to do any of that stuff anyways. Like, you probably don't know, like, CSS or, like, anything. Um, and so you're looking for a, a CMS to manage all of your stuff for your website. Yeah. So... What you do, you know, there's going to be like an area where you can do like install scripts. You're going to click 
I want to install this CMS. Um, generally, it's going to be WordPress or it could be Drupal. There's like a bunch you can choose from, but Let's I would just, suggest. We'll worry about WordPress. I would suggest WordPress. Yeah, because you got Drupal and you got Joomla. Yeah, I was not worried about those. Yeah. But then the different ways it's going to say in the C panel, it's typically going to be either some sort of generic, like one click install section, but most of the time it's either going to be Softlicious app installer. Mm hmm. Or it's going to be Mojo Marketplace. So Softlicious one uh, one click installer app installers are like pretty straightforward. You'll click on it, you'll see WordPress, and you'll just follow directions. The tricky thing about Mojo Marketplace oh, is you, you got to turn stuff off later it's on. It's bullshit. Yeah. So when you go there, it's going to make it seem like the only way you can install WordPress is to pay money. So what's yeah. going to happen? It's is, a lie, <laughs> and it's like a lot. So then it's going to it's going to be like a little intimidating. It's going to give you options that start like. 50 or like 100 or a 250 and it's going to be like we'll install it for you or we'll install it for you with a theme or we'll install it with you for a theme and then something else and it'll be like hundreds of dollars and uh, it'll be hundreds of dollars and i'll make it seem like that's the only option but i promise you there's going to be a button that says i don't want any of these it, things and you're going to do it exactly what they would have done in about 50, about 30 seconds yeah uh they're completely lying to you it should be illegal uh i don't know really, i honestly <laughs> it, it, it should be illegal um it's crazy it takes advantage of people i can't imagine how many people click like which package do i have to do and then they're like i have to oh but like literally the, the, uh, i'll tell you right now and i'm positive what it would be is for 50 100 and uh 250 let's say those are options it, it it's 30 seconds of work 45 seconds of work and about a minute and a half of work yeah uh, that's and by the way guys you can youtube a billion different videos right now on how to install WordPress. And they're probably all trustworthy. Yeah. And there's nothing to it. It's a process that's that's been refined for, for a decade. Um, back in the day, even when you had to FTP do uh, WordPress installs, that was easy. And that's like eight years ago. One-click installs are like the greatest thing that happened to do-it-yourself web developers ever. Because we didn't have one-click installs up until probably five, six years ago. Yeah. So, okay, you've done that. You've installed WordPress. Mm-hmm. And, and it'll go live. Oh, by the way, you want to keep track of, like, the logins for your cPanel. Um, it's going to be different than <clears throat> when you log into your actual website. Um, usually they'll assign you, like, uh, like, a username and password, and you also want to book yeah. book, like bookmark that page well, to, like, log in. Yeah, one thing I want to mention, too, about GoDaddy, because GoDaddy is the most... It's a combination between GoDaddy being the most popular host and then WordPress being the most popular CMS install. Yeah. That GoDaddy does this weird thing with with one click installs where they like don't you'll they'll auto generate you a password but then they won't show you because it'll be hidden. You're gonna have to unhide it. Yeah. To get it because if you're you don't know, know your password, you'll never log into your site and then you have to reset. I don't the know password. why. I don't know why GoDaddy does that. I don't either. They uh, hide your password really and you have to click on uh, unhide it to, yeah. to grab it. So I, also, uh, you know, when you're when you're setting all this up, so you're installing WordPress, it's gonna ask you for like. A username, you know, for like the admin access and like a password, and like don't make it like admin and like some BS like password. admin gets like, brute forced all the time. Yeah, and like, people hack them. Yeah, like like it's like no joke. Uh, what was it? Just get hacked all the time. Um, like the software that just do it. It's really really easy to do. Um, there's a ton of exploits, not just in WordPress, but in every like CMS and every yeah. server. Like yeah, just don't do admin. I've had people get hacked, and even probably to this day. It's still happening right now. People are getting hacked at this moment. Yeah, you'll, you'll be surprised how many people do admin, admin one, admin, 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 password, admin, password one. 
Just don't do ABC one two three. Just don't do admin. Your phone number. I don't know. Just don't do admin. Don't do capitalized admin. Just do the name of your business. Whatever. Do Cadman. It'll throw them off. Do do Badman. Badman. There you go. So Uh, and then uh, 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 protect yourself. Don't make it admin. You'll be really really thankful that you did that because if your like website gets hacked or like server gets hacked or whatever it's like it's like sucks it's like a nightmare it's it's a huge you nightmare. can't get rid and, of it and then your host is going to charge you like god knows what they're going to be like "Ooh, you got hacked oh my god we're going to like unhack it for 300 bucks like you don't want to be in yeah, that situation it, literally it's going to cost like 300 or bucks just reinstall your website and you lose everything so let's not go there uh other options that you'll select real quick because i want this to be about like building a great website generates mm-hmm. leads mm-hmm. not how to install wordpress of course but this is all important stuff from our experience from installing literally hundreds of wordpress websites um you can do the title of the website right there. You can do the description of the website right there. All the stuff you can edit later on. You can. Um, one thing that you want to do there too is there's going to be some sort of advanced options where it says auto update the theme, auto update your WordPress, and all that stuff. Um, some developers would disagree that you want to auto do it because sometimes updating plugins will break your website. But for most small, medium sized business owners, they're not going to be installing anything too crazy. That where a plugin would yeah, probably break they're the generally going to be installing plugins that are so mass pretty, pretty simple, yeah, downloaded and are exactly updated, like, like very frequently, and there's not going to be a lot of custom anything down those sites. So, uh, yeah, I would I would say for ninety five percent of the people out there starting a website, um, do that for sure. So we have uh, our beautiful what uh, 2017 theme by default. Ooh, uh, it's a big plant uh, on a, on a desk. Like garbage <laughs> no it's cute have you ever seen anyone actually use the default theme for something sure i can there's a, was like one guy blumenthal like he only uses the default themes for uh was this a lawyer no he does like seo he's like a, a lawyer seo like legal oh, SEO. I you know who that. blumenthal is, is oh right? i haven't heard his name forever i assume that yeah. he died or retired he like never changed like whatever the current actually i think it's like a two-year-old theme but it was the default wordpress theme he's like i don't care i don't give a shit just well, throw it up People care about the content, um, uh, and he's yeah. right. Basically. Yeah, well, and, that, and this is he's, he's right. Um, but anyway, so, so you're going to be given the default theme, um, and it's going to have like a home page, and it's going to show you what a post page will look like, right? There's a couple of like template pages uh, already built into it, mm-hmm. um, and so now you've gotten to the point where hey, you can kind of figure out. Wh- what you want your website to look like but we talked a little bit about this before is like you need to know what your website's gonna do what the purpose is right so yeah we're at a crossroads what's it gonna do and then how are we gonna get there okay so like let's say for you know for for this discussion because i'm actually helping someone do this right now Mm -hmm. this website is just gonna be information based and all i want to do is capture someone's um like information like their phone name phone number address email address right okay um, and so you, you'll do that. They'll have some sort of offer on, the, on there, like a free PDF or something. So you're going to, there's two things you can do to get started. Um, you can buy a theme, which I don't really feel like you should have to given like the tons and tons of like free themes that are like available. Well, the, the quality between a free and a paid theme is pretty extraordinary in some it can situations. Be. Plus with the updates and the maintenance suit, free ones, like over time they're going to become outdated yeah and then the the paid ones are always gonna have updates so, so there's always that th- there is that and also the ease of of use for the person like, so if you don't have a lot of technical skill right and you look at a theme and it looks all great and there's like a cool home page and they got a video on it and they have all this stuff 
Well, that's not always included when you download the theme. Um, and you have to set some of that stuff up and you kind of have to know what you're doing to make it look like that, to actually like, create the site how you saw it when you previewed a theme. So if you go with like a, a premium level for that theme, like a paid version of it, and usually they're about 40 to $100 for, for like a theme. Um, yeah, hundred, even a hundred. Uh, yeah, that's that would be very high end. That that's like the high, uh, like that's probably like, high end's like the highest. That's you're probably like a for. crazy e-commerce with pretty yeah. intense functionality or something. And you can go to a place like a th like Theme Forest. Um, theme Forest is where, it's probably where it's at. yeah. That's always where where I, I usually go if I'm shopping themes yeah. or something like that. Um, but uh, you know, so you have those options. You can get a free one. Or, you know, you can get something more robust that's going to be a lot you, easier to edit. Where do you get the free ones? I can't think of one <coughs> off the top of my head. You just go, I just search for them. Just, just like, like popular. Free, free WordPress themes? Yeah, so when you're installing a new theme, uh, you'll be able to click on theme, and then it'll take you to a page where it has like, oh, add new. And you can click on add new, and it'll give you options to look through. And installing a theme is pretty simple. Yeah, so people can be actually like really overwhelmed by by this. Um, so if you're, you're doing it... Like the free themes that they have available, like through WordPress, you're you're logged into your website through WordPress. It's literally just like you click a button and you hit activate, and boom, it installs the theme and it's good to go. Now, if you purchase a theme, um, you might be like, "How the hell do I get this theme into my website?" Mm -hmm. It's really simple. Um, you just basically download it and then you'll hit upload and you'll just yeah, you, upload all the files right when, um, you, when you download or purchase it there'll be a zip file yeah you just upload the zip file straight into it um it'll install it the, for you the only tricky thing in this happened and this is a little bit contingent on hosting if you buy a crappy hosting package um being that it does work a little bit with bandwidth um has something you know a little bit to do with that host, hosting package mm -hmm. if you upload try to upload a theme like via the wordpress um, it's a big, big file, so it will sometimes time out or it won't let you do it, and then that's when you have to start doing FTP. That's when it starts getting a little complicated. So just keep in mind that if you're getting like you're going like really cheap with your hosting, there's always like a chance that it won't let let you upload a theme actually. So okay, so let's say you've done that, you got it uploaded, it's yeah. looking good. <laughs> let's right? talk about the negative. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about so the ideal situations before you even get started with like finagling, making things look different in there, which you'll be confused about if you're, if you're new to this. You are. You just need to like watch a lot of YouTube videos and get some direction on how to edit these different things. That's really all you gotta do. It's really, it really is. You'll, you'll, uh, it's, you'll, it's be a web, you'll be a web dev and you'll be like, why would I ever pay for anyone for well, this? We're gonna talk about plugins next, right? And so these are pretty important because they allow you to do things to your website that you wouldn't be able to if you didn't have them, right? So they're just like like little like kind of code that you can install. It's basically code injections into your website. That's right. Uh, and it allows you to basically like edit things that you wouldn't be able to do or add features that you wouldn't be able to do that mm -hmm. just are standard in that thing. So, yeah, so I uh, think like an interface for SEO, that's way easier. Um, adding chat functionality, adding pop-up functionality, um, adding social media widgets easier, um, adding sliders without having to program. It's basically, it's basically people and developers that have coded these, these nice chunks of code in PHP and JavaScript, like things that take people years to do, and then they just kind of hand it over to you, and then you just take it and you run with it. So uh, one of the one, like whatever SEO will usually always download first is, is some sort of like SEO plugin. The so most popular one is going to be Yoast. Which one are you on nowadays? I, I, I flip-flopped over the years, but now I mostly do all-in-one. I like, uh, I like all-in-one. Um, I still use... Yoast a lot just because I've used it so long that I'm I'm like really familiar. You probably with it. wouldn't recommend people doing both. 
No, you just need one. Because <laughs> yeah, they would conflict. They, yeah, yeah. They just, could conflict with one another. Just down, download uh, one of them there. Um, but uh, yeah, either of those two are, are perfectly good uh, SEO plugins. But, you know, it'll allow you to like edit metadata. It'll allow you to create an XML sitemap, uh, which is very important. Uh, we're not going to talk in detail a lot about that because we've talked about in other like podcasts before. Trust us. But trust us. Yeah, <laughs> you want to have that. Um, you know, it'll allow you to like kind of set default settings for um, like your page titles and things like that across your website, making it a little easier when you're creating content. It's it's basically like a way to get pretty interfaces for things instead of having to like dive into code and actually like yeah. hard, hard code things. Yeah. Uh, also, it makes it really easy if you want to install Search Console or uh, Google Analytics. Right. Uh, it's just like you're, you just kind of put your code you know, right in like there. Log, log into the back and like do a script in the like header. Hard code yeah. stuff in there. Yeah, it, does, it just, takes care of that stuff. It'll just like transform that just into one clean field. Yeah. Um, and so you, you've done that. There's a lot of other, you know, you probably want to have a contact us plugin. Um, you know, I think contact us. Yeah, no one's trying to code form a contact seven. form because that's wild. Yeah, is like the most popular one. Um, Actually, Gravity Forms is. Uh, yeah, Gravity got, Forms got, is, is, is a really now. is a really good one too. I think that we uh, we actually cleared out every single one of our clients' websites. We removed every single contact form seven. It's Gravity yeah. now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it just makes it really easy for you to, like, send that information to, like, an email account or something, um, however you want to receive. If people, you know, give you their, their email, you want to be able to collect it. Um, one thing you really definitely want to do right away is you want to change how your URLs appear on the website. Um, so when you add content uh, on a blog, uh, it's going to have, like, some default settings that are built into WordPress. So we're talking permalinks here. Permalinks, yeah. Permalink default is bad. And it's, it's still awful. Is, and it's, it's really, really bad. bad. I don't even know why they have it. I like don't know that. why they don't just default the, it. Default should be point. post type, right? So, yeah. so what we're saying is, um, you know, when you publish a page on your website, your URL for that page, what you want is it to have like keyword rich stuff in it. Mm -hmm. um, so it makes it easier for Google to immediately kind of know what that page is about, what that topic's about. And the default settings, it's just like, I think a bunch of random like, post numbers or whatever. It's just a bunch of random gobbledygook. It doesn't really mean anything. It's not useful to SEO at all. So you want to definitely go in there and choose like the the post uh, type to be the URL. Is there any other post situation title. when you wouldn't want it to be? Um, I mean, there's some like unique things probably with like, like websites where you do searches and stuff and you're, you're getting a bunch of like you know, different results. Uh, there might be some like e-commerce level things um, yeah, that you might want to do. Because um, typically it just adds like more tiers yeah, and, like, and it makes uh, crawlability tougher. Forums, um, that makes like a lot of pages that you don't particularly care about having, like it might make a super, super long URL with like a forum. Yeah. So there's some specific settings and stuff. Um, but for most people, you're, you're just gonna want that, that post type. It's gonna be a nice, clean, keyword rich URL um, to help you rank later on. Indeed. Okay. So Other, otherwise, it's like P question mark equals and then the post number. Bunch and of garbage. And it's ugly. Bunch of shit. Bunch of it's nothing. ugly and it's crap. So, okay. So you've done that. Uh, now what do, we, what do we want to look at? Maybe we, we got to get, get we got to get more pumped up about next steps. Ooh, what's the next steps? Well, the thing is that if you if you purchase a theme, um, one thing is that there are typically different demo imports, and that's like a big part of it because you might get a theme. So like, let's say you purchased on ThemeForest and let's say you actually got it for free and, and you saw previews and you're like, oh my God, if this is what my website could look like, I'll pay like freaking whatever because yeah. it looks awesome. 
and then you install and you did everything we said, right? You, you uploaded it, you hit activate, and you're like, this doesn't look anything like that preview. Is it broken? Did I not like... What did I do wrong? Well, you probably didn't follow documentation. How did I fuck up? But the thing is what's going to happen is you're probably going to have to start by going to like, I guess the other under settings reading, and you're probably like selecting your home page is going to be home, your post page is going to be blog. That's the first. Yeah. So these uh, themes will, will actually have like default settings for pages that you can set like at the page level uh, most of the time. Um, and it's going to be like over i don't want to explain it visually because we're on a podcast and that doesn't make any sense <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be um but just know that like there's a there's a thing for that and like what ryan was saying too is you, you want to have like your home page set because it's going to be defaulting to like a post page right? it will it'll be a blog feed yeah because wordpress was invented as a, as a blog um like cms it's still it's, it still is it still is dot yeah dot dot com. despite everyone have, have using it for not that but um yeah, yeah it was uh, even now, like if you sign up on for a website on like WordPress.com, which you can still get, um, you're going to be set up with that it, default. Isn't that funny how like WordPress like developed it as a you know a blog platform, and they're like, "Holy crap, this might be the best website platform oh, ever nice. created." I mean, it's really kind of funny because like there's a lot of websites that like people like shit on, but it's like Wix. Do you know what I mean? Like Wix develops Wix to help people build websites that aren't like oh, on a Wix subdomain or you know what I mean mm-hmm. and, like it sucks compared to the thing that was built to be a subdomain for bloggers <laughs> that's pretty funny yeah well and then um, a lot of e-commerce websites are still Shopify and they're mm-hmm. like really good yeah like yeah. I just you know sometimes I'll have a client that comes to us and they said you know it's on Shopify can you keep on Shopify and it's like sure if that right. makes your life easy yeah we, yeah, we can definitely do it yeah um, so, but you you want to set your homepage, and then there's going to be a lot of like settings and stuff too within there, because uh, it's not going to look quite like how your theme looked yet. You yeah, still got so, a couple more steps. So that's going to come down to the demo import, and that's going to be in the whole package that you downloaded once you get the theme. You're going to have to read your documentation, and you're going to have to have some sort of. It's, it, I think it goes beyond an XML. I don't think it's just an XML. I think it'll like, tell you in the in the document. I think it's like even it. Anyway, it's it's a document, and your theme is going to say import, and then it's going to be like warning. Once you import this, it's going to delete anything that you ever did. So don't start like writing blogs. Don't start adding pages. Yeah. Don't be like set all this up first before yeah. you publish. Don't content. be like, well, I need a, pl- a blog on on my rings. I need one on earrings. I need one on headbands. Like don't even start. Don't do anything. It's going to probably delete all it's of it. Go bad for you. So you do the import, and then you're gonna. Um, look at your website and you're going to say, oh, it's starting to look a freaking lot like, like that preview demo. actually got. Uh, the next thing is probably going to be, it's going to say, oh, you need all these plugins to finish it. So what's going to do is probably going to be like, this theme, you're going to get a warning probably at the top that says this theme needs like X, Y, and Z plugins. Install those, activate them. Um, Boom. It's going to look a lot closer. Oh man, my site looks great. And it's going to be almost right there. So let's say... You did it, you followed the documentation to T and, and then the preview looks exactly like, but you can't obviously have, that's on your website, but it's almost there. How are you gonna start sw- switching out images and then how are you gonna start editing you know, content? That's a good question. <laughs> it's gonna be different. <laughs> so what do you do about images? Well, I mean, you gotta go in there and you gotta see like where those images are being added. Well, where do you, but you have to have your own images. So do you, I use Shutter. So you're saying where do you find images? Mm-hmm. So well, I'm a shutter how guy. legal do we want to get here? We can get pretty squeaky clean. Pretty squeaky clean. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, there's there's lots of free places to get web uh, images. Uh, 
I believe Pexels is one. Uh, they have a huge repository of, very, of free images and videos that you can use to build a website. Mm-hmm. You can do a simple Google search and refine the search for fair use images. And then you can use anything that they show you there. You can actually even refine it to like the size that you want. Um, one thing I do want to say uh, is if you have like a good image that you want to use, and it, let's say you click on it, you're like, great, love this image, but it's huge. It's gigantic, right? Well, you're going to want to resize that to fit the dimensions of like your website so it's not trying to load this giant image file. Mm-hmm. Uh, slowing down your website, so it's like a little optimization that you're going to want to do. Um, that you can use uh, a website called Pixlr, um, which is just basically like a free version of um, Photoshop. Um, it's like web-based. Um, you don't have to sign up for an account or anything. You just go in there. You can click. Kind of, kind of a big uh, MS Paint fan, but uh, MS Paint. <laughs> but yeah, the quality you can do that as well. The quality <laughs> is diminished. Well, it's just because sometimes it's super quick, but the quality tends to get pretty brutalized. Yeah. So uh, listen to Paul. Yeah. So you know those are those are both really good uh, good options there. But you know it, there's a, a ton of I generally don't pay for an image or video unless it like is for specific branding purposes or like advertising reasons and I think it's going to convert and I have a like a reason in mind like you know like I want to get sales off of it or or it's like a Facebook ad or whatever um so like I generally like don't like pay for images um if I don't have to well we do we have we have like agency Shutterstock account so we yeah. just go to town with that yeah. one. Yeah, but if you're like a one-man shop, uh, you can buy them like per image. Um, I, I would say like if you want a, like a really great slider image or like the hero image or anything above yeah. the fold, that might be like the one where like fine drop like 20, 30 bucks. Yeah, but everything they're, else they're not going to be that that expensive. Um, if you, it could be. They well, well, it shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. Um, they could be though. You might you might pay thirty bucks for like one of the images that you want, but there's still. I mean, if you if you like. And I, I want to stress this, that you can definitely get in trouble for having images that are, like, copyrighted on your site that you didn't pay for. Oh, for, and, for sure. I've had people uh, that got letters and they're getting sued right now. Yeah, like, you, you'll get, you get sued. Like, like they they're, charge they're, you. They're not messing around. Law firms do on behalf of photographers. I don't know how they figure out an arrangement. And they ask for, like, a lot of money per image. They yeah. might ask for, like, 500 bucks per image. And if you got, like, eight, they have a very, very serious and very, like, solid case against you. That's yeah. pretty hard to avoid. Yeah, so uh, just don't do it uh, if uh, if you can avoid it. It's uh, it's always best just to, just to not do that. Cool. So we have some images now. Yeah. And then uh, typically themes nowadays, WordPress alone is really is really easy compared compared to like what it used to be. But most themes actually put another layer of ease on top of it in the in the form of Visual Composer. Visual Composer makes editing websites even easier than just WordPress alone. Oh, yeah. So you're going to be like looking at Visual Composer, and it's going to be very straightforward, and it's going to guide you along, and you really can't mess it up. I mean, you can. Everyone messes up, but... There's a lot of... The likelihood is a bunch of... Options available to you in Visual Composer. Um, there's like just a ton of like things about your site. Uh, they all have explanations of what they are, and there's always like a YouTube video for just everything watch in there. a YouTube video. Yeah, if you're like, what, what is this thing? You when in doubt, watch a YouTube, YouTube video, it'll click. Uh, one last thing I actually want to mention about images is that people, and this is actually um, even intermediate level, have a tendency of adding images that are also way too big. So if you're going to go image heavy, make sure that you know that your images are like never in the megabytes because you don't want your website taking seven s- seconds to load. You want your images. That's to, real bad. You want your main image to be like at the most maybe a half a megabyte. You want every other image, I don't know, 100, 200 uh, kilobytes. You just be very mindful about how big the images are because, yeah, especially like mobile, 
Your website's never going to load. Yeah. So we actually probably should talk a little bit about mobile. Okay. Because uh, we, we didn't address this, but like, well, uh, the, it's super the, important. Well, the, the themes are all mobile friendly at this point, but I mean, really, they, they are. Yeah, I, but, I don't but, even... But you're going to want to view it at all times, too. Yeah. Because, you know, nowadays, 50, oh, 50, you know, 50 you know, 60% of your traffic... You know what we didn't talk about, too, is, like, HTTPS. That's like... We can save that at the end. We can... Okay, we'll, we'll save that's it like, the That's end. like once the website's launched. It, it, it is, like, a thing that you really need to do. Um, and then also deciding, like, between do you want the WW? Do you not want that at all? Like, how do you, that, how do you want it? That slightly depends if, like, your previous domain was chose www or not too yeah i guess if you're launching a new one it's it's just a personal preference more yeah. than like anything else if it's, it's an old one you might want to follow also yeah if it's a dot net dot com like like none of that really matters uh I, I think it did in the past but like for like from a link standpoint um but i just want to as far as like building up authority for website it really it really doesn't matter i mean i want to rank a dot biz you can you can do it you can rank dot biz i've seen it um they have they have like weird stuff now though like there's so many like weird things that, like, dot camera dot market dot <laughs> info um it, dot info wars so yeah, maybe not that one uh, stay stay away from that one um but yeah so okay so we've gone through all that um i think now at this point you're ready to be writing some some copy cool well you might want to configure some menus and stuff too well i mean you have visual composer you made the website you know you made the home page look better you, you know you switch out images uh maybe you mess around with like really simple theme settings like uh, typography and font size and colors and it's pretty much turning into your website yeah um so you can do that you you want to also like you know look at like the footer right you, you want to have links in the footer you want to have like maybe there's a site map or a contact us or whatever and then you want to look at like the menus so like how like the navigation at the top of the website people actually see right um you know you want to have like an about us page or a contact us page or um, you know, like a resources page, anything like that, or a link back to the homepage. Like all this stuff is going to be uh, done under like the menu section. It's very simple to do. It's it's very straightforward. Um, to don't freak out about having to do that. Yeah, don't don't forget. Don't don't, really get don't freak about uh, about any of it. It's yeah. it's really not that hard. I mean, yeah, watch YouTube, and if you're really really stuck, just ask like your grandson or your son because they always <laughs> or a young know, person, a young end. They just know. Just They've find never a millennial done it before, and they click a couple things, and they'll figure it out. If you're really stuck, that's when you start maybe looking at a consultant route to kind of supplement the work. Or like you need something really really like awesome, like a, like a really awesome type of I, website I, that like. I guess we like that would like move into the the next part is like what and stuff I want to do it myself like real quick because that's a whole other story. Just I think the biggest thing you have to think about is how much do you value your time. That's really it. Because you build a, if you never built a website before, it's gonna want, take some time. It's gonna take freaking a long time. And you're gonna like do some stuff, and you're gonna be like, "This looks like crap." Still, and then like, it it's gonna, it's gonna look like crap. And you're gonna be like, I don't, I, didn't, "I don't know what I'm doing." I don't know. I mean, it's just a really it's a time value thing. That's why people hire people to build websites because at the end of the day, if if you have a pretty good head on your shoulders and you can like turn on a computer, you'll probably be able to eventually make like a pretty decent website. But it's time. It probably t- it could take you a freaking long time. Yeah, it would probably take uh, like if you were just doing that, like maybe like a week. You had no experience to and build you, something. You, you okay. sat down. It'd, yeah, o- you, it'd only be okay though. You watched all the YouTube videos. It would be okay. It'd be okay. And it was like a good theme, and you followed everything. You'd probably be really frustrated. Yeah, they got a couple things. But we don't want to talk you out of it. We don't talk you out of it. Give it a give it a shot. And then like <laughs> if uh, if you're like if you don't go anywhere, that's when you start looking at an agency. 
to yeah, do it. Yeah, you're just that illiterate at like computer and, stuff. And, and if like, you're like getting there, but you, you need a little assistance, that's when you start getting like a freelancer on like on like Upwork or something. That's not Parpadelli. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so I think we've covered all that. So now at this point, you're ready to like put some content on that website. Okay. What are you gonna write on about? That bad boy. A bunch of stuff. Whatever your niche is, right? You you want to look? You want you want to figure that out? Uh, for this, we'll just say like maybe it's a fitness blog. I don't know. So you want to just drill down to exactly like what your blog is going to be about. Um, and then you're going to like cover every topic about that niche uh, in articles that are going to be, you know, at least 500 words. Probably I would shoot for the more the better because, you know, this is you. Images. Uh, you're writing about it. Make Graphs, sure Images. Diagrams. Videos. Videos. Anything like that. Your own podcast start as great as this A one. podcast. Uh, anything that you can build up that content with and start driving traffic uh, to people who come to the website. That's what the goal is here that's what you're doing yeah and then uh you're, you're gonna have your home you're gonna have about us you're gonna have a list of your services you probably have a faq you might have testimonials reviews all those things are, are easy to install yeah Either your plugin click, or the thing that you got click add page add a page and boom you got a page it's added what's up that's cool amazing so i think that we've covered pretty much everything that you need uh now we can talk a little bit about the https thing yeah let's do that brief because we, uh, we're about the 37 mark. That's pretty good. Okay. Long one. So what is this? What does it mean? Why do you need it? Okay. So really what it is, it's like a secure way to send data from people that visit your website to like whatever thing is like through your website. That was scientific as that, hell. I'm trying to put it as, as lame in terms as humanly possible, right? <laughs> well, you succeeded. So uh, <laughs> basically what, what you really need to know is like you need to have one from like a ranking standpoint for like SEO. Um, Google made it's it. Get, like, it's getting there. It's getting well, it's, there. It's, it's gotten there. It's there. Uh, it's also like, it's great that you want to encrypt like that kind of information anyway. So like yeah. it can't like be stolen, right? So you're going to have to buy an SSL certificate uh, through your host or generally it's like your host. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if you can, you can buy them from a separate thing. I think. Yeah, but still. you're just making it like more complicated. Yeah, yeah. You don't make it complicated. So, uh, and honestly, they're not like super cheap um i've 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 seen them for range from like 50 to 180 yeah i would say like average is going to be about a hundred dollars a year yeah and you have to renew it every year which is stupid (laughs) um but yeah you have to you have to get it every year um and you got to keep it up and if it like goes down uh it'll suck for you badly so make sure that you renew that and you like you have it installed and if you have like a site that isn't on it, um, and you install it, you want to like make sure that all you set up like a bunch of redirects because like all the links stuff in your site or pointing around are going to be like the non HTTPS version, which is going to be the HTTP version. So it's going to cause you a lot of problems. God, this whole oh, podcast was, was really exciting. Until we get this to this, part. it's such a boring edit, subject. Edit. Just uh, the bottom line from that, if you zoned out, uh, like oh, I did, man. <laughs> it's just make sure you when you when just you make sure you have it. We're doing hosting. Just be like, hey, I heard the SSL certificate slash HTTPS is important. I want it. Don't really ask questions. You, yeah. You, you'll be happy. And there's a whole process that it'll guide you through to follow to do it. And, and it's really not that complicated. And, and just make sure that, that your host isn't like, oh, yeah, you're going to get this Supreme Select one. It's going to be like the only encrypted key for you. And then we're going to install it. And it's, we're going to do like the freaking mega like somersault freaking summer special to like install it. <laughs> and then it's like 250. It, yeah, don't it's, do not, that. it's not that much. It's just it just do it yourself just too. It's it's like really easy to like walk through like how to do it. Oh, and if you're ever like unsure about how much anything costs, just 
call Paul on um, his phone number. Or visit is. Market My Market. <laughs> just like, email them, but like, we, don't we, be a lead. Just know, email them with these questions. We know how much everything should cost. Like buying a domain should be you know eight, eight fourteen dollars. Um, yeah, don't use their service annually. though. But just ask them the questions. Hosting should should be like, you know. Well, I mean, if you go to like something like we love WP Engine, that's thirty fifty bucks a month, but that's yeah. like a crazy freaking WordPress hosting. But most of the generic ones shouldn't be more than fifteen a month. I don't know. That's just maybe we'll, we'll eventually write down a list of how much you should expect to pay for it. Yeah, fifteen Cause, is, cause is a good. We that I mean that's actually a whole other podcast we could do of like what you should pay we for, should for everything. So. Well, because we know how much everything costs. Yeah, um, how to get it cheap. Um, so okay, so we've covered basically everything uh, that you need to know to get your website up and going and looking decent to good. How do you get traffic? <gasps> Watch, listen to the previous episodes. Oh my God, we're not going to talk about it right oh, now. We already talked about all that stuff. Talk, 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 so listen to it. it. For 50 hours straight. Yeah. But, uh, you know, this is actually a very important part of like SEO. Um, you want your website to be set up correctly. Yeah. And there's a, there's a lot of other like technical things. Uh, we talked about gonna, the onboarding process. So that'd be probably what would happen right after this. Yeah, we're piecing the puzzle together. There it's you just go. at different points in time. Yeah, but the biggest thing is like, don't get overwhelmed. Don't think that you can't do it. You can do it. Um, it's just we're, how we're much. At a point. Yeah, where I think there will officially a point where like um, someone can walk in and actually make a pretty decent website that doesn't have to be Squarespace or Wix or Weebly. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that much handholding. Really, don't do that. Don't if you can. Like, if don't you use can, those because eventually you're going to want to migrate your site. Yeah, you might as well just do it right the first time. Yeah. So. Cool. Right. Well, that's all I got for now. That's all I got. What right. is, what's going hey, on tonight? It's, it's good to be back. You know? What is We're it? Back. September 6th, by the way. Oh. I, have, I have the Eagles tonight returning to Super Bowl champions. Yeah. I have them uh, minus one. We did our fin- uh, fantasy football drafts in our own respective teams. Yeah. My team's pretty good. I'm pretty excited for football to come back. So. Well, it's back. Yay. It's back, baby. I mean, the game starts in about an hour. All right. Well, we got to go. I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. This has been another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Bye, everybody. Bye.